Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi ta'ala wabarakatuh. Welcome to Chronicles of the Crescent. This is the language of the bird series where I'm telling stories from across the Islamic tradition about birds and spiritual messages. Today's story is taken from the work of a Thalabi. He wrote a collection of the stories of the prophets, alayhi salatu wasalam, drawn from the Israeliyat, the Judeo-Christian tradition, different tafsirs, and other places. It's a wide diversity. His tales are known for being quite entertaining. They're not always the most uh, reliable, according to a lot of different authorities, but they often have some deep, powerful messages. The Thalabi was a master of telling a good yarn. So today's story is from the cycle of stories about Suleiman salam, and it's about a phoenix. So without further ado, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. One day, Suleiman, the prophet of God, the great king of all the lands, called together the birds who lived in his realm. And he asked them, Do you think that what you do is of your own accord, or is it of the accord of God? Do you believe in destiny? Do you believe in God's decree? And all the birds hummed in assent, except for the phoenix. The phoenix raised her head, which was human-like. Her body was really almost human, but she had the wings of a bird and the feet of a bird. She cried out, No. I think that we have power over our own destinies. God created us, but beyond that, we do what we will. Do you really believe that? Suleiman said. She chirped an affirmation. What if I told you, Suleiman said, that in the farthest east, there's a girl who was just born to one of the great kings. And in the farthest west, there was just a boy born to the one of the great kings. And the two of them shall meet in the most isolated of places. And that is the decree of God. What would you say to that? I'd say the phoenix said that I can stop it. That that's not inevitable. That I won't let that happen. Does anyone vouch for the phoenix? Suleiman asked. And the owl nodded its head in affirmation. You're sure? I am, the owl said. I believe that what the phoenix says is true. So the phoenix took off at the end of that day and roamed the lands far and wide and saw all arrays of people until she found the king in the east and she went to the cradle of his daughter and grabbed the little girl. And he, she brought this infant to the most remote island in the middle of the ocean. In this island was a tree bigger than any tree in the rest of the world, with over a thousand strong, firm branches. She made a nest in this tree and dropped the girl over it, and then began a routine that lasted many years. The phoenix would go in the early hours of the morning and fly to Suleiman, attend his court, participate in his decision-making, and then in the night, she would fly back to the girl, feed the girl, and tell her everything that happened that day. This commenced for year after year. 
The phoenix was the only point of contact the girl had, the only voice that she knew. In the West, the baby boy began to grow up, and he became passionate about hunting. He became passionate about adventuring, about seeing the world. He would go far and wide, climb every mountain in his dad's domain, go down to every crevice. And his father encouraged this. He liked to see the life in his boy. And so when his son told him that he wanted to take a ship and gather a crew and explore the ocean itself, his father agreed. And so this eager young boy and his men went to island after island. They saw all sorts of people try different types of spices, caught different sorts of fish. And then one day, a wind came, a wind directly from God that took the sail of their boat, guided their ship into the distance. Every hours of travel was like a year's worth of journey. The ship came to this isolated island right in the middle of the ocean. And the boy and his crew saw a tree like they'd never seen before on this island with fruits of all sorts, with leaves larger than houses. And as they came closer, and the boy went onto land and he looked up, he saw something come out from a nest on the tree. He saw the eyes of the girl. Their eyes met, and they were both taken aback. She had never seen a human before, and he had never seen someone or something so beautiful. He called out to her, Are you a jinn or a human? I am one of the best of creation, the girl said. But you are a human too. I've never seen someone else. Only my own reflection in the water. Where are you from? How did you get here? And he told her about the ship, about his travels, things that she knew from the phoenix were possible but was never able to see, never able to witness. Aren't you lonely, the boy asked, alone here on this tree? I'm not alone, the girl said. Every night the phoenix comes back and tells me everything that she's done, everything that she's seen. But I could do with more company. I could do with more diversity. I'd like to spend some time with my own kind, too. Will the phoenix let you? The boy asked. She wants to keep me here, the girl said. She's never let me out. The boy went back to his ship and sailed some distance away and hiding as the phoenix came back then. The girl asked the phoenix, I'm lonely sometimes. Can you do anything about that? The phoenix said, I'll ask Suleiman that I can go just alternate days with him. I'm sure he'll agree. I'll spend more time with you. But I, I want to interact with others too, the girl said. No, no, he said, I'm all you need. The phoenix sailed away that, flew away that morning. She went to ask Suleiman, but Suleiman had no time. He was so busy that day that she never got around to it. In the meanwhile, the boy came back to the island. So what's going on? The boy said. The girl remarked from the top of her nest. I don't think the phoenix would let me see other people. I'll tell you what, the boy said. My men, we have a horse on the ship that took ill. And it passed away recently. We can 
cut open the belly of the horse and I'll hide in it. My men will toss the horse overboard. And when the phoenix comes back, you point out what's that thing in the water and tell her to bring it to you. Maybe she will. All right, the girl said, let's try this. So the boy got into the belly of the horse. His men tossed it overboard and they started to sail away. And the phoenix came back. What's, what happened? The girl asked. Well, I didn't have time to talk to Suleiman. I'm sure he'll have time tomorrow. I'll spend more time with you. No, no, it's all right, the girl said. There, there's something in the water over there. There's a ship that passed by and they dropped it. What is it? The phoenix looked with her razor sharp eyes and said, that looks like a dead horse. Can you bring it to me? The girl asked. Maybe I'll get some entertainment out of it. It'd be nice to see something else, something new. If I knew that's all you wanted, the phoenix said, I could have brought you something like this a long time ago. So the phoenix went to the water and grabbed this dead horse, which the boy was hiding inside of, and brought it to the nest. And the phoenix went off again in the morning. The boy crawled out the belly and he chatted with the girl. They laughed. He told her stories and she told him about the decisions of Suleiman and the court. I know this Suleiman, the boy said. He rules over all the lands and my father pays tribute to him too. I wouldn't be surprised if he's the one with God's permission who guided my wind, the wind, my ship to come to this island. He has control over the winds and over the animals too. I wonder, the girl said, I wonder. The phoenix went to the court of Suleiman and Suleiman received news from the unseen of what had happened that the boy and the girl had met. Are you missing something? Suleiman said to the phoenix. Are you aware that you failed? What are you talking about? The phoenix said. The girl is all alone. She's never met that boy. It's impossible. Why don't you go back and bring the girl if what you say is true? And so the phoenix came back early that day. The girl spotted her and told the boy to hide and he hid in the belly of the horse. The phoenix landed and said, I've been instructed by Suleiman himself to bring you to him. Get on my back and we'll fly over right now. I've never flown before, the girl said. I'm kind of scared. I don't know what I'll do on these heights. What would you have me do, the phoenix said. Why don't I hide in the belly of this horse? And that way I won't see anything. It'll be completely dark. It'll be comfortable. And you can take me and I won't even know that I'm flying. All right, the phoenix said. And so the girl got into the belly of the horse, where the boy was. And the phoenix lifted this horse, unaware of how heavy it actually was, and brought it all the way to Suleiman. The girl is in this horse alone, the phoenix announced. Is she, though? Suleiman asked. You denied the decree of God. You denied the power of destiny. You thought that you have power, you have control. Let's see if you're right. And the girl came out of the horse, and then the boy crawled out of the horse. Phoenix was shocked. And she flew away in shame, shame at her denial of God, such that she was never seen again, not until this day. And the owl, the owl was so overcome with grief and with fear that he never came out during the day again. He only stayed out during the night. And if ever he came out during the day, the other animals would say, you denied the decree of God, you denied God's destiny. For if God wills something, even if those things are in the farthest east and the farthest west, they will come together. They will be as he says. Thank you for listening.
Jazakumullah khair. Uh, I sanitized the story a little bit, changed a couple small elements here and there, but the overall message stays true. It seems that a theme in so many stories in the Islamic tradition, I wonder sometimes if not the majority, is what the power of God is, is about the decree and destiny of God and how that is greater than what humans will. And this story, like so many others, illustrates that for us. Jazakallah khair for listening. Barakallah